All right, Krishna, welcome to our Sunday Bhagavatam class. Today we're beginning a new chapter, first canto, chapter 16. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya so, first canto, chapter 16, text 1. Sutu vacha tatapariksit bhijavarya shikshaya mahim mahabhagavatakshasaha yathahi sutyam abhijata kovida Samadishan Vipra Mahadgunastatha. So uh, now we begin the story of Parikshit because, as we know, the Pandavas have just renounced the world and there is no there is no one in the next generation because everyone died at Kurukshetra. So therefore the throne, the crown has to skip the next generation after Yudhisthira and go uh, to the grandson. So that's what's happening here. Uh, and so now we begin the story of Parikshit. So, um, <clears throat> Sutu Vacha, Sutta said, Tata, then, after the Pandavas have renounced, Parikshit, Dvijavarya Shikshaya Mahima Bhagavata Shashasaha. Parikshit, Dvijavarya Shikshaya, with the instruction, with the teaching of the best of the twice born. Varya means the best, the excellent. So, Shiksha, like Shikshamrita. Um, the uh, or the shikshastika of Lord Chaitanya. So shiksha means instruction, and so shikshaya by the instruction of the Dvijavaryas, the best of the twice born, uh, Parikshit, who was a Mahabhagavata, he was a great devotee. He was a great devotee of Krishna, and Shashasa, he ruled uh, Mahim. The earth, ha, indeed, or in the past. Prabhupada translates it as in the past. So <clears throat> this verb, shashasa, which is actually the, the verbal root is shas, is the same verb from which we get the word shastra. Shastra means a book, a governing text, or a text which has authority to instruct us. That's the meaning of the word shastra from the verb shas to govern, uh, just so you get an idea. Um, this verb, here are the meanings of that verb. Uh, <clears throat> so you get a, an idea of the range of meaning. It can mean to chastise or correct, to censure or punish. It can mean that, especially in the Rig Veda. 
to restrain, control, rule, govern, to administer the laws, to direct, order, command, and join. So Shastra has injunctions to teach, to instruct, or inform. So all those things are uh, from the verb shas, from which you get Shastra. And here, uh, Parikshit, it is said Shashasaha. Shashasa Mahim. Mahim means the earth, obviously related to the word Maha, great. So it's like he ruled the great earth. That's sort of what it sounds like in Sanskrit. So Sutu Vacha, Tatak Parikshit, Vijavarya Sikshaya, Mahim, Maha, Bhagavatak, Shashasaha, Yatahi Sutyam, Abhijata Kovidat, Samadhi Shanvi Pramahad Gunastata. So just as he ruled as a great devotee, um, just as at the um, at the time of his birth, Sutyam Suti is birth, like uh, and so at his birth, Sutyam, just as indeed at his birth, the Abhijata Kovidas. Kovida means the experts at something, and here those were expert at birth. And the word abhijata, jata means like born, so abhijata means a high birth, a noble birth, or an excellent birth. So they were abhijata kovida because <clears throat> these experts would be called for important births. They, these people wouldn't necessarily be there every time one of millions of people one person was born in the country, but the Abhijata Kovida, the experts who were there for important noble births. And Yadahi Sutyang Abhijata Kovida, just as the Abhijata Kovida, Samadishan had explained Vipra Mahadgunastata, just as they had explained, he had great qualities. Parikshit had great qualities. He had great qualities just as had been foretold of him by the experts at noble birth at the time of his birth. So that's the first statement about Parikshit. Yeah, Prabhupada translates that actually. Sutta Goswami said, O learned Brahmanas, uh, Maharaj Parikshit then began to rule over the world as a great devotee of the Lord under the instructions of the best of the twice-born brahmanas. He ruled by those great qualities which were foretold by expert astrologers at the time of his birth. So, sa utarasya tanayam upayema iravatim. So, he, parikshit upayeme, he married the daughter uh, of, of Uttara. Uh, Uttara, as you may remember, is the brother of Uttara. Uh, so um, Parikshit is actually the son of uh, Abhimanyu and Uttara, who's the daughter of King Virat. So uh, Parikshit married his cousin, which was very common back then, and even very common in Europe. Uh, so he married 
his mother was Uttara, her brother was Uttara. And so he married Uttara's daughter. So he married his first cousin, Upayeme, and her name was uh, Iravati. Iravati. So Janame Jayadin Chaturas Tasyam Utpadayat Sutan. And he begot four sons in her. Uh, in um, Iravati, headed by Janamejaya. Janamejaya is the first. There were four sons that Parikshit begot in Iravati. He is the son of Uttara. She is the daughter of Uttara. So, uh, Ajahara, he offered three horse sacrifices. Ajahara, which is very prestigious, it shows great power and wealth. Ajahara, Ashwamedangshin, Gangayam, he offered them, he arranged these offerings uh, at the Ganges, Gangayam, Buridakshinan. And in these three sacrifices, there was abundant. Uh, distribution of charity. So these great state sacrifices, I mean, the Brahmins and other twice-born people would do, would have a little Agnihotra fire burning in their home, a domestic sacrifice, which was small and simple. And then there were these great state sacrifices that only a successful government could even afford to put on because, as it said here, Puri Dakshinam, there was abundant uh, rewards. Prabhupada translates the Dakshina as rewards, like yeah, we say Guru Dakshina. Uh, so that was an important part of the national economy that a lot of people, including the Brahmins, including poor people and other people, dependent on these great state events. That was sort of the uh, social security system <clears throat> or the social welfare system, among other things, uh, these great sacrifices. So Parikshi did his duty well and gave abundant dakshina, charity, at these three horse sacrifices. And Sharad Bhattangurun Kritwa, and he made uh, Kripacharya, who was the son of Sharadvan. So because Kripacharya was the son of Sharadvan, therefore uh, he's called Sharad Bhattam. This is also an act of reconciliation. Uh, because Kripacharya, of course, fought on the wrong side at the Battle of Kurukshetra. And so still he was a, the adopted son of Shantanu, and therefore he was the stepbrother of Bhishma. And, uh, and therefore he was the uh, sort of the uncle of the Pandavas. And therefore, he was a great, great uncle. So these, some, of these, some of these people lived a long time. Great, great uncle of uh, Parikshi. So at this point, Kurukshetra is over. They're trying to, whatever's the little that's left of their family, they're trying to put it back together. So Deva Jatra Chigochara. <clears throat> so at these sacrifices uh, of Parikshi, they were such powerful sacrifices that the Devas, the demigods, uh, Akshi Gochara became visible. 
Uh, Akshi means the eyes and Gochara means within the range. So literally that the, the devas came within the eye range, visual range of human beings at those sacrifices because they were so powerful. So then Nijagraha Ojasavira Kaleen Digvijaya Kuchit. So uh, once, Kuchit, that's sort of like once, yeah, I was going to say once upon a time, that's how Prabhupada translates it in the synonyms once upon a time. Ira, that hero, Parikshi, Nijagraha, literally took down by his power, Nijagraha Ojasa, by his power, he took down Kali, personified Kali, Digbijaye, in a conquest of the directions. Digbijaye, it's when you establish your authority in all directions. Nirpalinga Dharang Shudram, Kali was a Shudra wearing the symbols of a king. Nirpalinga Dharang Shudram, Gnantango Mitunang Pada. And yet he was killing. Uh, or striking a, literally a pair of, the word go in Sanskrit can mean cow, but can also mean a cow or a bull. It just means a pair of cattle, if you want to use that word, go mitunang pada. He was striking a, mituna means twins or a pair, uh, <clears throat> on the foot, on the leg. We'll talk about that because it seems to be an allegorical story or a symbolic story. And we'll talk about that later. So Prabhupada says, once when Maharaj preached, he was on his way to conquer the world. He saw the master of Kali Yuga, who was lower than a Sudra. Actually, it says here, Sudra, Prabhupada says lower than a Sudra, disguised as a king and hurting the legs of a cow and a bull. The king at once caught hold of him and yielded sufficient punishment. So, text five, Shonaka Uvacha. Now, Shonaka, he's heard this much. He's heard the first four verses of this chapter, and he has a question. <clears throat> Shonaka Uvacha. Kasihetor, for what reason? Kasihetor, for what reason? Nijagraha Kaling Digbijayenrapa. So, this is typical in the Bhagavatam. It's very elegant. The, the person asking the question repeats a lot of the words of the the person to whom he's addressing the question. So uh, Sutid said that uh, that hero took down with his strength, he took down Kali. Once he took down Kali during his conquering of the directions, and then the question comes back, for what reason did he take down Kali when he was conquering the directions? the king, Nirpa. Nirpa, Nir is a sort of an abbreviation in Sanskrit of Nara. It means a, a man or, or a person, human being. And Pa means um, sort of an abbreviation of Pala, like protecting, taking care of. And so Nirpa literally means the people protector. It sounds better in Sanskrit, Nirpa, which means a word for king. So Kasihetor Ni Jagraha. Ni means sort of down and Graha, Jagraha, you took down. So he took during his Digvijaya. So why? For what reason? Nadeva Chinadrik Sudra Koso Gang Jakpadahanat. 
And so um, this king who is, or, the, or this uh, Shudra, this little Shudra, Shudra, he doesn't say Shudra, he says like this little Shudra, this insignificant Shudra, who Dirk was wearing a chinna, the signs, the symbols, Nirdeva of a king. So just as a word for a king is Nirpa, <clears throat> people protector. So also another word for king is Nirdeva, a god among the people. In other words, the king. And so he says, Nirdeva Chinnadrik, wearing the symbols of a king. So there the word Chinna is just a synonym. Chinna is a synonym of Linga. Nirpa Linga Dharam was the original statement. And then Shonaka just paraphrases that by saying, Nirdeva Chinnadrik. Basically saying the same thing, just repeating what Sutta said, just using some synonyms. That little Sudra, Sudra Kosau Gangjak Padahanat, who was beating the cow on the leg, Padahanat Gang, Katyatamahavaga. Let that be told, Katyatam, it's the imperative passive. Kata means when you tell about things like Krishna Kata, telling about Krishna. So here you have the passive imperative verb, Katyatam, let it be told, let that be told, Mahavaga, oh, greatly fortunate one, Yadi Krishna Katashaya, but he puts a condition on it. Let it be told, Yadi, if uh, it leads us to Krishna Kata if it's somehow connected, if it's somehow about Krishna Kata, if it's not about Krishna Kata, he's going to pass. Like, you know, that's okay. I think I'll skip it. But if it, if it is connected, if it's connected, which is a good way to put, translate that here, if it is connected to Krishna Kata, then let it be told. Literally what he says. So, Atava Asya Padam Boja Makarandaliham Satam Kimanyair Asadala Pair Ayusho Jalasad Vyayaha. So, Atava, and, and so he's kind of explaining why he put that condition on it, because otherwise, Asya Padam Boja Makarandaliham, for those who are it says here, lick, licking. Actually, the English word lick is related to the Sanskrit word lich, which is kind of the H, lich, lick. So liham, of those who are licking the honey, the nectar of the Lord's lotus feet, of the Lord's lotus feet, of those satam, of those saintly persons, kim anyayar, like kim here means sort of like what's the use of, like what's with, what's with other conversations which are asat. It's like saying what is the use of? Which are asat, which are not spiritual. Uh, so for people, for saintly persons who are licking the honey of the Lord's lotus feet, what is the use of other topics which are just sort of uh, material babbling, kind of. The word here, alapa, asat alapa, uh, alapa is uh, sort of a communication. So, yeah, what is the use of material speaking? What is the use of material speaking for those who are always 
relishing the nectar of Krishna because uh, because such a topic is Ayusho Jarasadvyayaha. It's simply uh, Ayusho means of the Ayur, like Ayurveda. Ayur means duration of life. So Ayurveda means knowledge about how to increase the duration of life. So Ayusho means of one's duration of life, as Prabhupada translates it, of the duration of life, which is an Asadvyaya. It's an unnecessary, sort of a mundane vyaya, using up. Vyaya means sort of like using up for nothing, for something mundane, our life. Vyaya, we often see that word vyaya as not vyaya, avyaya, which Prabhupada translates un unperishing. So asat, mundane, it's a mundane using up of our life. So what is the use of it? In other words, I only want to hear about Krishna. So, Kshudayu Shang Nam Anga, Anga, O dear Sutta, uh, for people, Nanam, human beings who have a meager duration of life. We already have a Kshudrayur. We have, we have a meager duration of life. Martyanang, we are mortal. Ritam, each atam. So if we are desiring the truth, Iha upahuto bhagavan rityuk samitra karmani. So for the sake of people who are desiring the truth but who are mortal and therefore have a short duration of life, here or, or like uh, here now. Bhagavan Ritu, Lord Death, Lord Death is summoned. Or Lord Death, Prabhupada says, called for being present here, Iha. There was Yama Shamitra Karmani. Uh, Prabhupada saying, suppressing, uh, let's see, uh, the word Shamitra. So Shamitra is relating to the official who cuts up the sacrificial victim. So it's pretty graphic there. So it said that it said that Lord Death is engaged in cutting up in the action of sort of uh, you know killing people. Shamitra, which is kind of a graphic word, it means that you know the activity where you sort of slaughter the sacrificial animal. So that's the activity of Lord Death, kind of you know bringing people to their death, like like sacrificial animals. And so, because you all want to hear the truth, and yet you are mortal, you have a short lifespan because it's now the age of Kali. Therefore. We are now calling for Lord Death to be present here uh, so that no one will die. That was the idea. <clears throat> so that, uh, because ordinarily our material life is just that we're being slaughtered by time, so therefore we summon the Lord of Death to this spiritual gathering. And then, he's, and then they, as Sutta 
Shonaka says the next verse, So as long as Antaka, literally the end maker, Yamaraz, as long as the end maker uh, stays here with us, uh, no one will die. For that purpose, indeed, for that purpose, indeed, the Lord is come, is called, is invoked, is summoned. Paramar Shibi by the greatest sages. Aho Nirloke Pieta. Aho is an exclamation. Oh, indeed, Nirloke in this human world, Pieta Harililamratam Pachaha. Let the let that speech, let that speech, which is the nectar of Hari Lila, of the Lord's pastimes, let that speech be drunk. Pieta, uh, let it be drunk. That speech, which is the nectar of Hari Lila, indeed. So it's very beautiful. Shonaka, if you go through the Bhagavatam, you'll find a lot of the most beautiful verses are actually spoken by Shonaka. He's one of the great speakers of the Bhagavatam. He's the leader of the sages who are listening to Sutta. And of course, so he's the one that usually asks questions. And uh, he speaks a lot of the most beautiful, powerful verses. So Shonaka is quite an impressive sage. So we've done eight verses. I think you got your money's worth. And um, it will stop here for today. And let's see if there are any questions. My scrolling pastime. Uh, let's see. Thank you for your comments. So far, no questions. Um, how many years after the end of Kuru Kshetra? That's from Palika. Um, perhaps about 25. Because after Kurukshetra, what happened immediately after Kurukshetra is that Yudhisthira became the emperor. And then he ruled for about another 25 years. And then he renounced the world. And then Parikshit uh, took over. So Tulsi, so the same Uttara, Uttara that drove Arjuna's chariot, his daughter married Parikshit. Uh, yes, yeah, the same Uttara. The same Uttara that, that drove Arjuna's chariot, his daughter married Parikshit. So that's it, no other questions. So I uh, definitely don't think I missed anything. So thank you very much. I hope you'll come next Sunday and have a great week. Hare Krishna.